Words that praise God or words that harm others? Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. We're moving on today in James chapter 3. We're going to be focusing on verses 3 through 12, finishing out this section subtitled Taming the Tongue. Um, James has a lot to say about the way that we use our words, and I think he's wise to spend a lot of time um, on this particular topic. Uh, Tomorrow, we're going to transition um, into the last section of chapter 3, um, and he's going to focus on uh, spiritual wisdom versus worldly wisdom. But today we're going to finish out the section on uh, our words and on the way that we use our words. Um, we have been focusing on the power of words, the impact of words, uh, both the positive and negative impact of our words. And uh, today, James uh, expresses uh, very descriptive metaphors uh, to give us a picture of how powerful uh, the tongue is, how powerful our words are. And so uh, as we prepare to study, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today, and I thank you that my friends are uh, slowing down and taking some time to study uh, alongside of me today. And I'm grateful once again, Lord God, for your word and for its powerful instruction in our lives. Uh, Lord, we often pray that you would tune our ears to the sound of your voice, and we pray that you would do that once again. Focus our attention on your word as we read and study it today. And Father, we pray that your spirit would um, lead us into uh, understanding and deep insight as we navigate your word together. Father, we love you so much, and we thank you for your faithfulness in our lives. Help us to be faithful in response to your love for us. Uh, Thanks for your word. What a good gift. Where would we be without your instruction? We love you, Lord, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. James writes, starting in verse 3, When we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal Or take ships as an example. Although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and sea creatures are being tamed and have been tamed by mankind, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. With the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouths come praise and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers and sisters, can a fig tree bear olives or a grape vine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. 
So the descriptive metaphors that James uses paint such um, a vivid picture of the power of words. Um, in the verses uh, 3 through 6, uh, he gives us a rapid-fire succession of these descriptive metaphors. talks about putting bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, so the person riding the horse can turn the whole animal. He's talking about the way that we have subdued these large creatures. A horse is often much bigger than its human pilot, but yet um, we have found ways of controlling it. Uh, or a ship, uh, this huge vessel that's controlled ultimately by this very tiny rudder. Um, and uh, we, a pilot of a ship can make that ship go wherever he wants it to go. Um, and so James compares these uh, pictures to uh, the tongue. And um, the idea that the tongue is a very small part of the body, but it has a vast impact. He calls it a world of evil among the parts of the body, corrupting the whole body, uh, setting the whole course of one's life on fire. Um, and so he really is getting at uh, the danger, the risk of how we use our words and how easily they can be um, uh, taken over uh, by an evil attitude. Um, he says all kinds of animals have been tamed and are being tamed, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. Now, if that's true, and it is, um, what is our hope? The hope is that the Holy Spirit of God takes over. <laughs> um, out of the heart, the mouth speaks, another scripture says. And so if our heart is corrupted, then our words will be corrupted. But if our heart has been transformed and is being transformed... Um, then our words, too, can emerge from a different place than the place of our flesh, um, the place of our sin nature. Um, if the Spirit of God is alive in us, then the Spirit of God uh, is transforming every part of us, including uh, our words, because He's transforming our hearts. So if our words emerge from the heart, if our heart is experiencing the transformation of God through the ministry of the Holy Spirit, then our words, too, can be transformed. James continues in verse 9, With the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse human beings and have been made in God's likeness. Isn't it funny how many people have you ever heard having an argument or screaming at another driver on the road on their way to church? One moment they're saying things that they wouldn't want anyone else at church to hear, in the next moment, they're singing praise songs to the God they love. <laughs> James knows the truth, and we do, we do too. Um, if you've ever been inside uh, someone's family car on the way to church, uh, you know how that goes. Uh, you know how it goes in your family. And if it goes that way in your family, it goes that way in a lot of families. And so James is calling out the truth. Um, the same mouth is used to praise God and curse others. Um, and then he goes into some further uh, descriptive metaphors about uh, salt water and fresh water flowing from the same spring. Uh, can a, a fig tree bear olives and a grapevine bear figs? He's, he's painting pictures of things that cannot happen because that's not how nature works. And so uh, he is saying... 
This is a difficult thing that uh, we have this distinction, uh, this very uh, divided distinction about our words. How can it be that uh, words of praise to our God and words of uh, harm to others can come out of the same mouth? Uh, It's the distinction of our uh, sin nature, our human nature versus our, the godly nature that begins to take root in us when the Holy Spirit of God is alive in us when we profess faith in Christ. Um, we're always wrestling against that sin nature, aren't we? And um, even in our converted state, even as committed disciples, uh, we ride that line between walking close with the Lord and uh, giving over to the ways of the flesh. And so our hope is that we recognize when we fail, that we submit our way to the Lord, and we um, allow the Holy Spirit to continue His work of transformation within us so that more and more what comes out of us is a result of the Spirit alive in us and less a result of our flesh. All right, my friends, let's commit our way to the Lord. Let's ask God to... Uh, lead us in all that we do today, and let's be particularly mindful of our words today, and let them emerge from transformed hearts, not from um, our evil nature. All right, my friends, God bless you as you continue to consider these words, and may God use them in your lives today as you consider them in your hearts. Bye-bye.